What is up, guys? Your guy, Thomas Gann, TG here for Ice Cold Sports, here with my guy, Colin Rarden, live from Oregon. What is up, Colin? How are we doing, TG? I'm doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. Let's start off with would probably so when we are making these podcasts, often if like there's any delays, we'll end up getting these big news stories hitting right away and we gotta inject those in. And we're gonna start with NCAA football. It's coming back. They officially announced it today. They don't know when it's coming back, and it's gonna be called EA Sports College Football, but who cares? The best video game of all time is coming back. I we have missed it for years and years. Thoughts. I mean, it's exciting, dude. There's nothing more fun than getting your uh, guy on campus and doing like the combines and getting him to uh, school and playing your campus career or doing the Coach Doug's coaching. So, oh it's yeah, be awesome man. I'm curious to see if they're gonna like. They can't really have players, right? Like they used to, you know, they would have the guy's number. Sure. It wasn't. It wasn't their name, but it was their number, and their player was like him. You know. So, so I'm correct. curious to see what they're going to do for that. They're or going if it's just going to be all generic guys. So I think they're going to start with generic guys, and then once the laws like start, because they're going to change some of the rules very soon to allow it, or allow them to have like name and likeness stuff in the games. I think they're going to do that right now. The real question is how long it's going to be until this actually comes out, because they didn't really tell us that. It could be like yeah. two or three years for all we know. But at least we have the hope on the horizon. I like that. I'm a little worried they're only going to let it be next gen, like PS5. That would be awful. Right. Right. So, yeah. I might have to upgrade just for the game. Exactly. But yeah. Super exciting for sure. Then LeBron courtside. So last night they actually are having courtside fans. Where was it? Atlanta? Atlanta. Yeah. So Georgia. Yeah. Atlanta. Yeah, in Atlanta they uh, had fans there. Uh, LeBron was talking some smack to somebody. Then his girlfriend or whatever started talking smack back. He, uh, LeBron supposedly called her a, uh, a bitch. They had like a little uh, back and forth audio, you know, uh, tussle. And then she got kicked out. And then she, well, went viral when she posted on Instagram. I think as a, as a seasoned LeBron hater, that uh, it's all LeBron's fault for a man who's supposed to be a role model to children calling women bitches is pretty disrespectful and he should disavow thoughts. I just think it's funny since there's like four people in the crowd, probably like probably 10 courtside that he just got into it with this one uh, gold digger, but I don't know. Yeah, she definitely is a gold digger. No question about that. Yeah, no question. And the only audio that they heard was LeBron calling her husband steroid man. <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny. It's funny that with a few people, LeBron gets to hear all the hate he uh, usually gets at the stadium. I kind of love that. I'll never yeah. forget that lady who yelled at LeBron at the Warriors game. Yeah. Remember that? And then he looked over him. Yeah. And then like, watch your mouth, woman. Watch yeah. your mouth, woman. Yeah. So LeBron, LeBitch, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Super Bowl week. <laughs> Obviously, very exciting. I want uh, Tom Brady to win. I want the Bucks to win this game, uh, but I'm worried that it could end up being a route for the Bucks. You are in a weird position because you're a Broncos fan, so you at the same time have had a lot of battles against Brady. 
And obviously you hate the Chiefs. So who are you rooting for in this game? Oh, I don't know. I like Andy Reid. I don't really hate Patrick Mahomes, but we're, you know, supposed to hate the Chiefs. I do hate his brother and his... Uh, I was about to brother. say, Jackson. But I don't know, man. I'm kind of torn. It would be cool to see Brady win it with the NFC team. Go to I, think, I think we'd be cool. conference and take him to the Super Bowl first year. That would be kind of cool. So I guess I'm pulling for Brady. I'm pretty indifferent. I'm hoping that my boy... I was hoping that my boy Josh Allen made it but they were just they're a couple years away that was all I, I really thought they had a chance and when they went up to a nine nothing I thought that it was it nine nothing day. I was like they've got all the momentum and then and then the Chiefs offense actually got the ball and I was like oh yeah I forgot that this offense is literally unstoppable well it's just the last game against the Browns they they were sputtering so much there at the end and Patrick Mahomes looked so concussed like insanely <laughs> concussed I thought that maybe he'd be a little off Instead, yeah. he just, you know, dunked on everybody and ruined them. So, yeah, it was like after the, after the Jets game, whatever that was, week 10 or 11, that was like the last time the Chiefs covered. They had not covered their spreads. Really? Granted, they're big, but they hadn't covered their spreads for whatever, eight weeks, nine weeks. So I was like, you know what? They're, they're kind of been on the ropes, but I don't know. It'll be interesting. Two good offenses. Two good offenses. I'm, um, probably going to bet the over personally and I, yeah, you, I, can't, you can't bet an under in a super bowl absolutely not the only thing that gives me ptsd was that super bowl a couple years ago was rams and patriots where we thought it was going to be like a billion points and then it ended up being like 10 to 7 right so that'd be the only thing we'll the see. lions trade stafford to the rams two first round picks uh pretty massive deal uh, and at the same time, the Vikings are talking about dealing Kirk Cousins to San Francisco. Oh, San Francisco wants Kirk Cousins from the Vikings, apparently. Which interesting. Interesting. Well, for the Stafford trade, who do you think won it? I think it definitely. I think it's kind of a win-win. I mean, I think maybe the Lions got maybe the slightly better version part of the deal because two first-round picks, right? And Jared Goff seems like a a hefty sum for a guy who's getting a little bit older like Stafford, but Stafford I think is very, is really good and yeah, he's going to get a chance I, to win. Yeah. I kind of agree. I don't know where I'm at. Cause like Goff did get the Rams to a super bowl. Like, you know, it's not he's terrible. Not, he's not obviously great, but he's not like the worst quarterback. I mean, he literally got them to the super bowl. Maybe the Rams just feel like they can go all in on the next two years with Stafford. And while they have their other, big guys under contract. So maybe it is a win-win and hopefully I hope golf has they turn around in Detroit. Cause I saw like big cat talking about like they now have what four, four first round picks in the next two years. They have a new coach, new quarterback. So you never know. We'll see They're if they can biting off kneecaps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and cousins. I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what's the deal with Jimmy G. I feel like he was just hurt this year. It's like, well, he's, Oh, they're done with him. Like the, the, I've talked to many, uh, surprise. There's a lot of California people at CU Boulder, uh, who tell me how they're just done with Jimmy G and they want, they were telling me how they wanted Watson. And now I don't know if they want, I don't think cousins is that much better than Jimmy G. But whatever, what I'm really interested in is will this affect, like if you get two first round picks and a starting caliber quarterback for, Matt Stafford, how much are you getting for Watson? Yeah, probably two first, a second, and a third, and a quarterback. 
Would you get, do you think it's possible they might get four first round picks? Mm, I don't know if the NFL lets you do that like you do in the NBA. You really? never see, you never see first rounders get moved like you do in the NBA. You know, like you always see like like I remember the Broncos traded Emmanuel Sanders, their number two wide receiver, for like a fourth or fifth round pick. Like that's all they got. It's well, just weird. different. Draft capital is just so so different in the NFL. So I don't know. Maybe I mean if the if the Broncos said we're going to give up three number one pick or first round picks for Watson and give him lock, I would be please do it. Send the house. Send Chubb over to like. There's only so many franchise quarterbacks like that. So I don't oh, know. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what the price is. And then I know this is probably very painful for you. The Rockies have traded Nolan Arenado to the St. Louis Cardinals. I'll be honest. The Rockies got absolutely fleeced. This was one of the worst deals I've seen in a long time. They're paying, was it $50 million in contract restructuring to St. Louis? Yep. And they did not get one top 100 prospect. Nope. Thoughts? I don't, I don't even know where to start. It is just so frustrating. Because just let out your ago, emotions. Let it out. Two years ago, we were right there. We were uh, lost in the first round of the Brewers, but we were in the playoffs. We had Ottavino. We had DJ. Both of them go to the Yankees. And now they're just throwing in the towel, sending Nolan. Story has one year on his contract he's probably going to be gone or signed to a massive deal. It's, I don't know. It's just so frustrating. Like baseball is just frustrating because of the cap deals. You're like, okay, if we have a really good player, he can just go to LA for $200 million. And if he doesn't work out there, they don't care. They have more money. Like, and Bridage is just the worst GM in sports. Oh yeah, Montfort just loves him for no reason. What has he done? He's let all our great players go. He signed Daniel Murphy for about the same contract that DJ LeMahieu got, and DJ LeMahieu was an MVP race this year. Like I don't yeah. understand it. I don't understand it. It's so frustrating. It's I like think they just they care more about getting people in the stands than they do actually like putting a good team out there, which is so frustrating because everybody's yes. going to go still go to the rooftop. I don't know, man. I'll be, I want kind of want to be an Indians fan. That seems fun. <laughs> you can't call them the Indians anymore. They're changing the name. Remember Oh, the uh, feathers. There you go. Uh, speaking of baseball, they're talking about moving back to season 154 games. They're going to sh- shake everything up. Uh, the owners, the, the players are right now mulling it over. Uh, I don't think they should do it because they're literally playing football, basketball and hockey right now. And they were able, after a couple of hiccups to begin the baseball season, they actually, they actually went pretty well after that. So I, I, I think they should just play it on time. Just do it on yeah. time. It's just kind of, it is what it is, right? Like there's, you're going to deal with the COVID stuff. You just have to, I don't know what moving it back does really, you know, like. You're going to deal with COVID anyway. I mean, how much is a few weeks going to really change? I mean, like experts say like, the cases might go down, but I mean, I don't know if how having those small teams just together is not going to, I mean, you want fans in the stands, but eventually they're going to come back. So right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that it makes much of a difference either way. And you want to talk about this college basketball, a couple things. Uh, Oklahoma lost last night, right? Um, yes. Oklahoma lost last night to Texas tech, but they had beat three top 10 teams in a row. 
and one. They beat Kansas and Alabama last two games. Yeah. Which yeah. was crazy. They were on a little bit of a hot streak. Big 12 is really good this year. SEC isn't as um, – they don't have the top teams that they usually do, but there's like eight solid teams in the SEC. Oh, yeah. Pac-12 I haven't watched a lot of. Um, ACC is a little down, even though Florida State's really good. Um, I'm trying to think. Who would you be a tournament sleeper, you think, coming into this year? Or coming into the tournament this year? I've been watching a lot of Florida. I like Florida. I can see that. I like... I just think Gonzaga and Baylor are just so... Is Gonzaga going to lose, like, ever? Like, they might... If Gonzaga and Baylor are on opposite sides of the bracket, we could... I think we could see the two, like, first two undefeated teams... That's that, crazy. Which would be cool. But Baylor has a good game tonight against Texas, two versus five, which will be interesting. Huge. I think it's in Austin. Um, no shock as Mark, though. Like, Gonzaga is just so hard to guard, and Baylor's just so good defensively. It's a bummer that that game got postponed because that would have been fun. Oh, yeah. Early. What was it? Um, the, the Before the coach at Baylor came there, they had only spent like two weeks – in the top 25, like ever. And now like their powerhouse basketball program. Yeah. Like something uh, crazy like that. Yeah. Drew's a good coach. He is. They've, they've had like, you don't, when you think of like big 12, obviously you just think of Kansas winning it every year, but like Baylor's had some sneaky good teams the past few years. Oh yeah. And this is the year they finally get over the hump. It could have been last year too. Well, last year we all know what happened. I'm just happy that we're probably going to have a tournament because I wanted to just off myself when we had no March Madness. I was like one of the most depressing like weeks of my life. Mm -hmm. We're just getting ready for all the conference tournaments, like so excited. And then nothing. And I was just sitting there like, it should be round two right now. And we're watching uh, Murray state hit a hook shot from half court to beat Michigan state. I mean, I just – it was one of the most depressing sports moments I think I can remember when that – it was because for us growing up, March Madness was kind of like – it was like a, just a clock going round and round, you know? Like it always happened. Like, you know, it was like the sun coming up, sun coming down. There's always March Madness coming in March. And then there was nothing. So I'm happy we're going to have that. Also, when is it going to be the end for Coach K? Because I feel like that's coming up soon. Coach K, I think he's here to the end of his rope. So that, that video of him answering that student reporter was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I mean, how I mean that was like so, he was just so you could tell he was so frustrated that I he know. just went off on that kid. Yeah, that poor kid. <laughs> like, did you know, man. answer my question? I would hope that he would go out on a little better note than the season they're having. No. It was like, do you see the, oh, you're a Coach K hater? I'm Did not you- a Coach K. I respect him. I respect he's won all those championships. At the same time, I also kind of don't like him. I don't like his t- It's not the same as, say, Bra- me, how I feel about Brady. I think Brady, I want to see him win out just because of how incredible, much of an incredible player he is. For Coach K, he's won five titles, and he gets all these big players every year now. Yeah. Zion and everything, and they underperform. And it's, it just, it's, I'm just done. I'm just ready for it just to be over. I would, I would love to see that coaching search. They would probably have the pick of the litter. 
Oh, I, mean, I don't think there's a Division One coach that wouldn't put in for it. Exactly. Which is crazy to think about. It'd, it'd be interesting to see if they went with like some Duke royalty or if they went outside. Like if they brought back Jeff Capel or if uh, they gave the job to Shire, who's their lead assistant that used to play there. It would be interesting. I don't know, man. I mean, it feels like Coach K is just might just be a machine that just is kind of like got some pop. I don't know. He's going to start just be, he could, oh, for all we know, he could just start pulling Urban Myers and then saying, oh, I don't feel well. And then retire, then come back, retire again, something like that. Um, so football is almost over, but FCS is almost back. Apparently it's going to be back at the oh, end of spring. February. I forgot about that. Spring football. I have an idea and I want to know what you think about it. Last year we were able to have spring football when we have before it got canceled, obviously when we had the XFL, I think they should do similar TV contract things, but with FCS schools, they should start doing FCS games on like national TV. I would watch it. I would love it. What do you think? A million percent. That would be a blast, dude. Would be a blast. They just did like a college game day type thing. And think about the, like, think about uh, Fargo, North Dakota having uh, college game day or uh, uh, Missoula, Montana, you know. Be there's sweet. some good, obviously, some good FCS football. So I, if Big there's time. football, put it, on, put it on the television. I'll gamble on it. I'll watch it. Of course. Fuck yeah. All right, that's the podcast. What did you think about your first uh, time on Ice Cold Sports, Colin? Money, baby. Nice. This is coming out. This is probably going to be out by tonight. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, I got a dentist appointment in like an hour or so. After that, I'll put it all together and yeah. Oh, yeah. But anytime you want to come back on, you can. You are a great guest here, great guest on my last podcast, the CFB show, RIP in peace. <laughs> the old CFB. I'm glad you didn't have me on CFB this year because I was horrible, Tommy. Of course, you, of course. Horrible on this. Horrible on the bets. I've never. Been, college football is usually what I'm money on. Mm-hmm. And I've never had less feel. I was so much better in NFL than college football this year. Yeah, so much better. Not even close. I know. Me too. All right, folks. Thanks to Colin Rarden for coming on today. We'll hopefully have him back on soon. And this has been. Ice, cold sports. See you, everybody.